from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live from Las Vegas on a Wednesday broadcasting to 200-plus FSR stations across this great, great nation. We're joined every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's like pack days. Steve Fezzik, one of the pros who knows. He's got some strong thoughts on OBJ. We'll be talking about that. Jay Glazer's got a big breaking story coming up. In Los Angeles, he's our Joe, Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And yes, on a day in which we've got trade rumors around the NFL, more rumors involving the NFL draft. What is the Vegas lead here on this Wednesday? And to me, this one's not as obvious, but I'll explain exactly why. I'm going to lead with the sports owners and executives of the sports leagues included on the advisory committee of the president because I think it says so much about how sports goes beyond the financial 
implications and into the spirit of the country. Yeah, the announcement was made yesterday that uh, President Trump is putting together a sports advisory committee uh, to determine when and if these leagues can come back to play sometime soon. Yeah, and I, and I think it's a situation where sports is uh, a big chunk, uh, or not a big chunk, but a significant part of the decision. But my understanding is the advisory committee's got the sports guys, it's got the business guys, it's got... You know, apparently there's 200 people in the dialogue, which to me is it's good to have the the representation of sports and the president sees that. And why is it? Because, yeah, NFL billions of dollars, NBA billions, that's part of it. But so is a lot of manufacturing and different things. You're not necessarily going to have the guy that owns a bunch of plants on the committee, though. You might if he owns enough of the plants, but sports has an oversized role And I think it's justified because we're seeing now, and Jonas, you're a sports fan. You're the voice of the fan. And I get there's the business side of it for you. It's your job too, but you're a fan. And what are we moving on now? Uh, We're almost a month without the games. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Too long for some while. (laughs) And to me, it's a situation where, how are you reacting to it? Because I think most people are missing it more than they thought they would. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. I mean, I just think there's you deal with it. You deal with what comes in well, front yeah. of you, and and you just you go with it. It's just but, but, how but, it is. But under that theory, you can you know if everyone had their legs broken, it'd be like we'd all deal with it too. But I think that at least a majority of people that that I've interacted with. They feel like that. And again, with Fez, it's going to be the money. Uh, You know, I I totally get that, Fez. We'll get to that part because it is the money for us, too. But as fans, I think most people are – it's kind of fun to watch the old games for a while. And then you really – and maybe the better way to say it is you realize how big sports is in your life. And that that when it's gone, it's just not the same. And um, I think there's a lot of people feeling that. And the idea of us attempting aggressively to get sports back, understanding the cost benefit, the risks, I think it's a good thing. And, and there seems to be a contingent of people out there talking about um, it's like, well, if there, you know, if there's one person that gets this virus because of sports, then it's too many. And it's just, I, I just really wonder about that. And obviously we can say, well, sports isn't as important as life and death. And I, I agree. It's not as important as life and death. The question is, how much are you typically risking doing anything? And then how much is it above, you know, the sports? How much is it above that? And, you know, Jason Smith, who I really like, he's part of FS. Are and I used to like him when he was over at the other place and you know the late night show there and I listen now and I mean one of my fa- literally one of my favorite broadcast guys so I said all that I so disagree with him on a tweet from yesterday and what he said was and this is a quote and I'm R J Bell straight out of Vegas if sports comes back soon and one one athlete or coach tests positive for the virus then we will shut down all of sports likely for the rest of the year. And 
what I disagree with is that that would be a reasonable reaction. I don't know if Jason is saying that that's what he thinks should happen or he thinks the public would demand it. doesn't really matter. I disagree with that sentiment. And here's why. Mathematically, many of the things you do every day increases your chance of dying. I mean, Fez is a master at odds. He really is. He was an actuary. He was a vice president at Transamerica in his 30s. He was like Doogie Howser of actuaries. Well, not quite Doogie, but still. And what do actuaries do? They assess risk. They assess the likelihood of X, Y, or Z. So, Fez, if I was saying nothing matters to me more than not dying, and, and I'll do pretty much anything not to die, what would you advise me to do when it comes to things like going to football games, leaving the house, driving a car, etc.? No, no, no. Complete social distancing, RJ. You need to lock yourself up in a room and not see anyone. Don't even take a shower. You might slip in it. Well, th- then there's a trade-off, right? Is maybe a shower every 14 days because the health negatives of not I mean, there's probably a line there, but it's not a daily shower. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we're having a little fun with it, but here's a fact. The CDC, Center of Disease Control, United States, estimates that this year, now this is normal flu, not the coronavirus, not COVID-19, whatever, very, this is the flu, influenza, as it's called. Up to 62,000 people are going to die from the flu this year. Now, no way to guarantee that you don't get the flu, but I can promise you any game you've ever went to increased the chance. Anytime you went to a casino, anytime you went to a movie theater, or maybe another way to say it is live. Anytime you live, you're increasing the chance of getting the flu. Now, let's make sure no one misunderstands what I'm saying. I'm not saying the flu and the coronavirus is the same thing at all. Right? I'm not saying the social distancing is wrong. I haven't seen Fez, his beautiful pompadour, for over a month now. Right? I haven't seen anyone I work with for over a month. We're doing the social distancing. But it doesn't change that when this is over, when they say, oh, the country's opened back up, it's not like we went from high risk to zero risk. So how many people amongst those 62,000 projected uh, that's the upper projection to die from the flu not the coronavirus the normal flu how many of those got it from doing something like living like that we're not doing now right going to the grocery store so it's always a trade-off and it's so hard for people to realize that getting on a plane is a trade-off getting in a car is a trade-off right the boy in the bubble probably has the best chance Now, we all got to decide where that line is. Some people jump out of the sky, skydive, base jump. And some people do heavy drugs. There's all these risk people. Some people are heavy drinkers. Some people drink, then they drive. That's even more. And we all can say, we all got our own lines, right? And then we've got a line. So, Jonas, let me ask this is interesting. When it comes to the way you live your life, where would you say you are on the spectrum with 100 being the riskiest guy that's always taken jumping off of buildings versus the guy, the boy in the bubble, zero? Where are you? 
Uh, I've gone skydiving before. Oh my god, you've gone yeah. skydiving. Yeah, so I've, I've jumped out of a plane. That, um, that's pretty, and you have a radio show with me, so that's risky. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so I jumped out of a plane. Um, so you're probably like a seventy. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't think about a lot of fears. I just understand that that's what comes with it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna live in fear. I realize that there are risks involved with everything, but I also, I also make what I think are good choices. I do not ever drink and drive. Um, I take that very seriously. I, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous to people that do so, and I don't put myself. I, I try to make the best decision possible to increase my odds of success that's how i live and you can see that jonas isn't a deliberate business guy because when you do overnight a big chunk of your audience is drinking and driving <laughs> so, <laughs> i hope that in a way you're saying that's not my people even though they are right yeah, I, so, I mean i hope not. i hope it's just in an uber uh, i mean i yeah. hope not too but we you know obviously it happens right and that's something obviously that society's evolved so much in whereas back in the day it was you know you know, I'm in my 40s, but 20, I mean, not that I was ever a drinker or driver because I wasn't a drinker, really. But in my 40s or 20 years ago, 30 years ago, even more with my dad's friends. Yeah. You know, it was like, I can't walk. I got to drive, oh, yeah. you know, and things have really changed, obviously, for the better there. But you said something very interesting. That's Jonas Song, I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. And you're saying that. Yes, you're willing to take risks if you're getting a return. You're not going to take unnecessary risks. You're not going to take risks with no payoff. Like, don't wear your seatbelt. Well, what's the advantage? Nothing. I don't care. I mean, you know, live fast, die young. No. But if you want to do something that has a risk associated with it, like skydiving, you're going to do it. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's a risk to going to the football game. And I'm not saying that the risk is always going to be worth it. Obviously, right now, if someone had a football game, I wouldn't go, right? But there's going to be a time that people are still getting COVID-19, that it's going to be a reasonable number. Now, the country has to decide that. The government, nationally, the state governments have to decide what they, they are supposed to decide, whatever that is, it is. And then individuals got to decide. And we all get to decide that each individually but to act like one case and again i'm not saying jason smith fsr again i love him as a uh as a fan of radio i'm a fan of his i I think that's the best way to say it but once again he's saying if there's one case one athlete one coach test positive for the coronavirus then we will shut down all sports for the rest of the year so i'm not a scientist The stats I'm seeing seems to be coronavirus is about double or triple as deadly. So let's say it's triple. I think that's the most extreme number I've seen. Okay. So for every three people that get the regular flu, it equals one coronavirus when it comes to fatalities. That's a good guesstimate. So maybe that feels like a fair thing is you're taking a chance. Your odds of getting it or whatever it is. But if it's no more than the flu, let's say – when is that point? I don't know, right? It might be a long time from now. But when the point comes, and let me ask, Fez, you're a pretty safe dude with yourself, as f- far as I can see. You're behind your walls of wealth, typically. You don't walk around much, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you like to be shot. I mean, it's from the doorway to the car, you know, the Beamer, right or wrong? 
You, you know what? You're right now, but this ah. was not the case 20 years ago. Think about it. 20 oh, years ago. You weren't Fezzik 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I was a professional better working with the syndicate. I'd be walking around Sin City with $40,000 in my pockets, you know, trying to avoid detection. So did, when you I was still working, ha- did you still have the pompadour? I, yeah, of course. And so oh when I'm working, gosh. when I was working downtown LA, I worked by Staples Center. It was no big deal to walk three quarters of a mile instead of taking the dash bus into downtown. So what you're saying yeah, is, all right, glory days, is what you're saying is, is you've literally changed. The wealth and fame have changed you. Exactly. Yes. Right, at least you admit it. So here's the question to Steve Fezzik. He is socially separated. Well, he has been for a long time, way before it became in vogue, that distancing. But here's, <laughs> here's the question. Would you go if if the chance of dying from coronavirus were statistically equal to dying from the flu? Would you go to a game? Yes, Jonas. Yeah, I think it's a logical way to think about it, right? That is very different than one case means the end of sports for a year or whatever. So, all I, and listen, I'm very careful not to pontificate on this stuff because I'm not a scientist, but just logically. It's hard for us to comprehend. And this is something we talked about, too. There is some financial element to the shutdown. No doubt. I mean, it's a humongous one. I won't even try to quantify it, but it's, it's significant. Uh, lack of money. Uh, we can call it um, poverty, right? But maybe it even goes beyond that. It's middle class with a little bit less. Lack of money affects not only quality of life, but it affects life. There's a direct correlation between drug abuse and poverty. And this is something that I, it's way beyond my skill set to assess how many, each million dollars the economy loses, let's say, or billion, whatever the numbers, how many people are dying because of that. I don't know, but I know that number is greater than zero. And I also know that leaving the house, the chance of dying from it is greater than zero. And the idea that we would treat the coronavirus any differently than we would any other risk, I get why, because it's been, you know, pandemic, pandemic, and it's rightfully so. It's been the main discussion on the news, but ultimately it's going to be another risk to assess. And in a way, that's what we do so well here. And we try to teach you the way that wise guys think about it. Any closing thoughts on this? Because uh, to me, it's something I'm not hearing a lot of because I think people are afraid to sound like a Republican because it seems like the Republicans are saying, let's open up. I'm not saying let's open up. I'm saying let's talk about it with the facts and with logic, not with political. If anything, this is anti-political. I don't care who's thinking what. To me, it's logical. If you have the same chance to die from the normal flu as the coronavirus, at some given point in the future, it's going to be that number. Then it's a decision. But, boy, to act like that one death is too many, that means you don't leave the house. RJ, I think you've you got to assess the cure versus the disease. You're, you're absolutely right. During complete sh- shutdown, lockdown, what happens if the economy comes to a lurching halt? There's not just health implications. There are, you know, physically there are deaths. Suicide rates go up. For sure. I mean, you got to look at the underlying numbers and models and say, wait a minute, if we're doing something that's going to result in more net deaths, we got to rethink what we're doing. And it's a hard conversation to have because someone dying in a hospital and seeing that is a direct correlation 
where you see it's the coronavirus led to death, whereas it's a little less direct with the financial side and it's harder to measure. So I totally get why it's a very challenging thing and we should do it carefully, but to not consider the other side of it. It's pro- that's problematic. Last word, Jonas, if you got it. Uh, I just think people need to look at this and realize it's not going to be a flip of the switch and we're going back to normal. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be a slow rise. They're going to allow a certain number of people. Then after a couple of weeks, they'll allow more people into buildings and, and into places. It's going to this is going to take a little bit longer to get back to quote unquote normal if we ever do. Right, and, and the theory is normal comes when there's a vaccine, right? It's just yeah. like measles. Just like smallpox, hopefully we'll figure that out. And again, that's where ingenuity and innovation is life and death also. But sports is part of the quality of life. It's being acknowledged with the commissioners and the owners. And to me, that's a great thing. And I want to salute it. And I also want to, you know, feel optimistic about the chances of, you know, what's next. Because Dr. Fauci... Uh, already is saying that if if it was just the players, it's probably getting close to being safe now. I don't know if that's exactly right, though. He's obviously an authority, but I know that's a good step in the right direction. So when we come back, back to sports specifically, and Jay Glazer has a big, big story breaking tonight, and there's rumors OBJ's involved and Fez has thoughts that are strong. That's coming up next, but first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations. In-store or curbside, visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will get into the rumor that was making the rounds early today in the NFL. And Fez has a hot take. You know, I love it when Fez gets hot taked up. Because he gets riled up. You could see how he was like when someone smashes glasses in high school or something. The way there's certain nerdy types that get so mad they scare you. Fez, <laughs> you know those types, right, Joe? Fez has a little glimpse of that, a little glimmer of that. It's a great day to join us. You're listening to the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Our audience has more than doubled in the last year alone. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate when you share with others. Straight out of Vegas and what we do, you can listen actually on foxsportsradio.com. That's one of the many ways to listen. Streaming live right there. Right now here in Vegas, 76 degrees on the strip. The neon, unfortunately, is still off. So, RJ, there was a report earlier today on WFAN in New York that Odell Beckham Jr. was the subject of trade talks between the Browns and the Vikings, although that report has been uh, sort of refuted by several other sources uh, within the NFL industry. And, and, and to me, it really has been uh, the Jay Glazer stuff where initially Glazer was uh, on with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, and it was a situation where a lot of interest in an announcement Glazer has on FS1 this evening, 8, eight Eastern, I think it is, and that's going to be something to check out. But it, it's a good reason to talk about OBJ because everyone's been talking about him. And, yeah, uh, some people are saying, oh, the Vikings aren't interested. Well, who is is the question because my question is, and Fez, we'll start with you, um, how good is OBJ? Yeah, I have my number 14 wide receiver, RJ. Oh, my He's God. I've never seen your list of wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you just go, like, to Pro Football Focus and print it out and then put, and put the Fezzik logo on top, or how did that go? I went with last year's yardage numbers, tried to look at guys that missed some games, made some adjustments, okay. some back-of-the-envelope stuff, yes. All right, so he's making it's, – it's ironic you say 14th because – his contract is making 14 sticks a year. That's 14 million for the squares. 14 million a year, and it runs through 2023. So I don't have a calculator. Let's do the math here. 2020 
21, 22, 23. You have four more years, and that's not politics, of Beckham at 14 mil a year. The question is, does OBJ have negative trade value? Meaning, would a team have to be compensated to take him at $14 million? I know that sounds hot takey from my side. Make the case. If, he's, if he renounced his contract right now, said, hey, Browns, you want to just tear this up? Okay, yes, we do. What would happen? Would it be some rush to sign him? And at what price? 14 mil looks like too much to me. I would put his fair market value. RJ, I'll throw it 11 million. What do you think? I think that's way too high. Mm-hmm. 11. So how many, you know, actually, McKenzie can look this up. How many receivers are making 11 million or more? I'm, I'm almost certain it's not 14. I mean, we'll take a gander. What do you think, Jonas? Um, I think that, he, especially coming off last season, I don't know. I think his value definitely went down from a year ago. I don't think that he's a a top five guy, but people you talk to continue to stress, well, no, that was the system, and it wasn't really the, okay, well, you know, before it was, well, he didn't have any help around him yeah, with the Giants. Yeah, when are we going to see him help a team? What's the I, best season his team has ever had? That That's my big problem. I just, the, the further you get away from the football, the less impact you have on wins and losses, in my opinion, and so to pay a guy that much money and it's not resulting in any playoff appearances other than one and that was the one in which he no-showed in a playoff game after he was seen vacationing the week of. (laughs) I just at some point, I mean, when are we going to point to Odell Beckham and say he's not worth the money? Listen, I think the point's now and uh, meaning I I can't fathom the idea that, that there'd be a trade market for him now, again, there's teams that are desperate. There's teams that might want the publicity. You know, they got to f- try to fill a stadium. They're lo- but how far are we away from the, huh, he's out of the league quicker than I expected? Right? There's a Cowboy receiver yeah. that maybe you, we could make a case had a similar path to this. And he's, and he's got injury issues. Like, he's been, he's been he's banged small. up. Yeah, I mean, it's – so I just – I think there's more concerns there. And I like him as a player, but I've never thought that Odell Beckham was in the same ballpark as a Julio Jones type. Or I, I just, even Antonio Brown. Yeah. Who obviously, I, off the field stuff too, but – I've always thought Antonio Brown was a better receiver than Odell Beckham. Oh, my gosh. Always. It wasn't even close. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the stat – and – it's back. If anything, OBJ is the perfect player for the current age, at least when it comes to his notoriety, his profile. He's Blake Griffin. Yes, that's that's interesting. But at least, and again, I don't know every locker room thing. I'm not going to act like I understand all the pros and cons of OBJ in the locker room. But I do think in general, I think there's two things in general. One, you've got to be careful when there's the black player that's the bad attitude guy because there is a bias sometimes about that. And, and, and sometimes it's a bias people don't even know they have, right? A lot of racism can be subconscious. You just think something, and, you, and if you actually objectively say, you know, why do you think that? If you broke it down, it's hard to say, well, didn't that white guy do the same? You know, so I do think there's some of that. And if you don't admit it, I think it freezes the conversation because there is elements beyond that that players do that are, I think, bad, that things we can be critical of. But if you let the conversation just be, the, the, you know, the progressive guy saying, 
well, that's just biased, and and that's just you don't understand his culture. And I think there is element to that. But then you can't say that oh that there aren't guys that are black that's been locker room proms and guys that are white that's been locker room proms. I do think the fact that the percentages seem to be where the black guy is the locker room problem more often is a sign there might be or likely is a type of bias perception-wise. I'm not talking about the old school, and I'm not saying this is not around anymore, but I think it's a, no pun intended, a minority group that's sitting there saying, send them back. or what. I mean, it's just, I think that kind of thing is the smallest group. But I do think there's a bigger group where people don't, and again, I don't even know what biases, how do you know what biases you have if they're subconscious, if they're part of your filtering process, right? I mean, we have emotions, you know, like shoe fetishes. There's people that love red shoes sexually, right? And you say, how did that start? <laughs> I don't know, but I know that if you read, you know, psychology or whatever, something about the mom had red shoes or whatever it is, we got a lot of motivations we don't fully understand. Some are good, some are bad, but we don't even understand them when they're in our own heart and our own heads. And to act like that every criticism to a black player is warranted and isn't has some element of bias... I think is probably wrong. I think there is some element often, not always, but often. But I also think there's black players who go beyond that. So I didn't mean to get into that, but I do think that it's too easy to sit and say, OBJ is a locker room cancer. I don't know enough to know. Now, Jonas, you read, you know, I mean, you're in LA, you read uh, a lot more of the behind the scenes stuff than I do. If I said on a scale of one to a hundred again, OBJ as a locker room problem, objectively, where does he rank? Oh, I don't. I've never heard that he's a locker. No, room no problem. Yeah, no. I, I've the only thing I ever read was in an off season when he was with the Giants years ago. Eli Manning talked about how sensitive he was that he was dealing with a little bit of a hamstring issue, and so that him and some of the teammates were teasing him a little bit, and he was getting really annoyed by it. And Eli Manning said, "Oh, he's just you know he's he's really sensitive to stuff like that." And the more that you see of him and his behavior, he's a guy that you can get in his head and you can rattle, a la Josh Norman and some of these other guys that have done it. Like rabbit ears, I call it, right? Yes. Okay. So isn't it interesting you're saying nothing really objective beyond that, but don't you agree the tenor, the context of most OBJ discussions is he's some prima donna that is a problem in the locker room, that that he's not a team guy? Yeah, there's there's that. There's he's he's more about him than the team. He's more, look. I thought he was a great teammate last year. He didn't get so involved the, in any of that stuff. And that's the question. Now, now yeah. we can go talk about the watch and all that. So to me, what I'm saying is it's the same thing I said about the virus. Is what we do here is we think like wise guys, and the way a wise guy thinks is objectively. And if 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 someone's bad, if someone is objectively bad, they can be white, green, blue. Whatever, we're going to call them bad. And if they're not bad, we're not going to call them bad. And we're going to be honest about our own biases. Because one of the things, and again, bias implies that it's even conscious, subconscious biases too. Fez, as you as a better. You're constantly trying to figure out where your biases are. And it's nothing with race or it's bias. You like underdogs too much or you like favorite. And, and, and it's something where it's a constant iterative process. Every day you're trying to figure it out, correct? Exactly right. As, as an example, a lot of wise guys lost money because they were biased towards the better defensive team. We always hear that defense wins championships. Well, you know what? Patrick Mahomes wins championships also. 
Well, no doubt. And if anything, that, that, that things change, too, where you have a certain opinion one day and it's correct. And two years later, it's not correct anymore. It's a constant evolution. And that's what we try to look at the sports world through is the eyes of a wise guy. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Last thing, Fez, from you and on this topic, you think if Cleveland is looking to trade or if Minnesota is looking to trade for him, it's it's a particularly bad fit. In Cleveland, where do you see – I guess the better way to ask – my thought is it's a bad fit almost everywhere. Where do you see OBJ being a good fit? Oh, that's a more difficult question. <laughs> uh, I think well, it's you an think example. Brown, you think the Browns are trying to get rid of him, especially because their head coach is going to have less use for him than even last year. Exactly right. Stefanski is a guy that loves to pound the rock. He loves to run the ball. And think about it. When he was with Minnesota as their OC, Diggs and Thielen both got upset with him. Remember Diggs, even last year, was like, I don't think this is working out for me. Maybe Minnesota is not the place for me. So if both Diggs and Thielen were having problems with Stefanski, how is he going to work with Beckham now, especially with all those weapons on Cleveland, including Hooper now, their tight end they just acquired. That team is loaded with Jarvis Landry. I can't see Beckham being happy in Cleveland. That's Steve Fezzik, NFL expert, pregame.com. You know, it just dawned on me, I'm going to try to do this moving forward, Jonas. we got to delineate between a guy who's a character guy, a character problem, guy that's, you know, drinking and driving, guys getting in fights, whatever. And a guy who's a selfish guy. Yeah. Because in a way, in my mind, I blend those. And I think most talk seems to blend them. I think they're different things. And you can dislike both of them, right? You can say I don't want either on my team. But I do think that at the, you know, one of them is more an ethical problem. The other one is more team building. And I think OBJ is pretty self-involved it seems objectively from the outside johnny manzel is the best example of it johnny manzel was just i mean he was reckless he made bad decisions he was he you know was damaging to himself you talk to anybody who's ever played with him one of the best teammates they've had they love him like yeah. they, they, they even when he was shown i remember talking to a former teammate of his who told me that they smelled booze on his breath you know when he would come into the browns training facility but they just they loved him so much because he was such a good dude, always paying for everything when they would go out, always taking care of everything. But they all liked him. He just he was he was in danger to himself. So we now know the way to Jonas's heart. Just pay for everything. Yeah, so that's all I need. <laughs> I mean, it's a hey, listen, simple people. It's excellent. Excellent. Dak Prescott. The story keeps raging. Fox Sports Radio coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We will continue the NFL discussion here on Fox Sports Radio. Want to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Yeah. Yeah, next segment too, Jonas, is uh, Mike Mayock. Colin made a great point about why the Raiders have an advantage, he thinks, this draft. I think there's a bigger advantage the Raiders have. We got some sound on that. But first, Dak Prescott, and let me tease it this way, is if you look at the goo, and this was good, pregame.com research here, McKenzie had a clever way. I said, how big is this Dak story? So you can go to Google and you get a accounting of how many searches there was for Dak, right? 
and literally the day before the party, the gathering, <laughs> he had about 10 mentions on this scale of 1 to 100. And 100 was when he got franchise tagged. So it was about one-tenth as much as the day he got franchise tagged. The next day, and it's gone straight up since, it's about 90% as much. So literally the story now is nine times as big Dak than he was a couple days ago before the gathering. No one, you know, hardly anyone was talking about him. Boom. And it's literally almost the same number of people talking about Dak now as there was the day he got the franchise tag offer. So to me, this story is bigger than I thought. And all the talk shows are talking about it. And when we come back, what I'm going to share with you is I actually believe Dak is doing this stuff on purpose and he has a plan. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. So, R.J., believe it or not, Dak Prescott, even though he hasn't exactly signed on to be a Cowboy quarterback for the next year, he is back in the news. No doubt. And if you look at it, he's in the news almost as much objectively as he was when he got tagged. So people's talking about this. Here's a theory, guys. And I am a little hardcore on straight out of Vegas. I can't lie. I don't want any, oh, it could be crap. I, we'll do one to 100 again. What's the likelihood that my theory here, which is going to start sounding crazy, but is going to make a ton of sense for the smart people out there. And we do have the smartest audience in radio. That is clearly the case. I believe Dak is trying to ostracize himself, trying to be unattractive to the Dallas Cowboys because Dak wants to leave. Now, here's my rationale. Last year, by reports, trusted journalists, your First Amendment guy, Jonas, 33 million he turned down. 33 million. And you know when he turned it down? Before the year of pain. That fourth year, financial pain, he was getting paid hardly anything relative to what he's worth based on football dollars. And he had been paid nothing really in his first, second, or third year. He's been underpaid because of as a fourth round pick. That's just what's going to happen. That's why teams end up signing their guys early because they want the money. So the team gets a discount and Dak gets real rich a year early. Didn't happen, and he had a $33 million offer by reports. He said, no, thank you. Then you've got the gathering. And let's be honest, if there's any time you think Dak would be conscientious, forget the ethics or the morale. It's just pure self-interest. You don't think you have the gathering that Dak had during this time. But even more so, because maybe, hey, maybe you overlooked it. Maybe you didn't see it, that it could be a problem. The way he pushed back. When confronted, when asked to be contrite, it was not contrite. Now, off of the gathering, if there's any time you're going to say, you know, I want to seem amenable, I want to seem team friendly, I, w- I got to get this behind me, I don't want to compound some problematic public things, you would think Dak would be thinking that. Instead, he's saying, oh, you want me to turn the computer on? Nah, I'll skip that. See you in the fall. Right off the heels of this, maybe he was planning on skipping this, but now's the time you kind of say, well, you know, I'm just going to do it. And he does it. So here's the question. Why, RJ, why would Dak not want to play for Dallas? Well, first off, we never know. Is there a problem with Jerry Jones? Is there, who knows, right? But let's assume none of that's true. How is a team, the optimism you have for a team the prospects of a team in the future, what drives that? It's how much they underpay the people on the team. When you have a hard cap, you have a finite amount of money. If you're overpaying everyone, you can't have a good team. And if you're underpaying, no, underpay means you're paying them $6 million instead of $8 million, right? Or, you know, Dak, you get Dak for 29 instead of 36 But Dallas is pretty much overpaid every person they've signed Fez how can you do that in a hard cap league and be good over the long term 
You can, RJ. You know it's a zero-sum game. Whoever you're paying extra, that's coming out of my pocket if I don't have my contract. Think of the fan. But it, it, forget, even if you were willing to, when Tom Brady took less money, they were underpaying him, which helped them win. So overpaying has the opposite effect. And the fact that he's through the year of pain, and if he does play this year, I think he'll play this year for 33 mil or whatever, and then he's free, free, free. Jonas, what do you think? Uh, I don't think there's any chance that he's trying to, you know. Then why do the, – the, the thing about the pushing back on the offseason program, even after the gathering, makes no sense then. What's he trying to accomplish? I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily when that happened. I don't know the timeline of that. I don't know that Well, but it's just, getting reported now. You think it happened I, a week ago? I, no, I mean, it could, it could happen a week ago, and it's just now coming to the surface. I mean, that's the problem with a lot of this stuff. It's, it gets reported on, but we don't know when this actually happened or if it happened. Well, I we'll mean, pick – well, listen, if you don't believe reporting, we got to shut the show down, right? <laughs> I know you're a sca- – again, I believe you like the First Amendment, but uh, you and your anti-journalism, <laughs> I'm joking, <laughs> but, but I will – We'll say this. This bears repeating. We'll talk about it tomorrow also. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas. We will be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, on the iHeart Radio app. Straight out of Vegas! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.